This is Dave, and I'm here with Ethan, and together we are Dave and Ethan's 2000-inch Weird Al podcast, episode 138-inch. On this week's episode, we determine the definitive top five Weird Al holiday songs. It's Dave and Ethan's 2000-inch Weird Al podcast. It's a podcast about Weird Al. It's Dave and Ethan's 2000-inch Weird Al podcast. Seriously, the whole podcast is about Weird Al. You don't have to listen, but we're glad you are. Welcome, everybody, to episode 138-inch. Ah, it feels great to finally be at 138. Now, Dave, with Christmas coming up this week, you and I have decided to do a special holiday-themed episode. That sounds like it is going to be so much fun. But before we get into that, I've got to ask you about this picture that you posted on your social media of you eating breakfast with Chevy Chase. Yes, Dave, that was me. Ethan, why were you eating breakfast with Chevy Chase? Well, we were hungry. Okay, but why were you with Chevy Chase? Uh, to eat breakfast? Ethan, come on. It's not normal to eat breakfast with an A-list celebrity like Chevy Chase. Dave, I can almost guarantee that Chevy Chase has had tons and tons of breakfasts over the years. It's really not that abnormal. I don't know what you're talking about. Ethan, Ethan, listen to me. I think you are missing the point here. Why were you with Chevy Chase and don't you dare say to have breakfast with him? Well, why didn't you just ask, Dave? Well... I've been producing and touring with Chevy Chase's show where there's a screening of National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, followed by a Q&A with Chevy Chase live on stage. Wow, how fun! What has been your favorite part of that tour so far? Well, to be honest, the best part of the tour probably was getting to see some of our lovely listeners. I got to meet Eric Rhodes and Jake Larson in person for the very first time, plus I got to say hi to our friends Jacinta and Tom Dog. All right, Ethan, admit it. Was that the whole reason why you produced this tour? Just so you could say hi to the people in our podcast family? I will admit that I didn't not, 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 not do and not that and not, not, not. Well, okay, Ethan, I'm glad you're having a good time on this tour, but I'm going to have to stop you right there because now it is time for This Week in Weird Al Related News. We have a The Unfortunate Return of the Ridiculously Self-Indulgent Ill-Advised Vanity Tour tour update for you. Yes, the July 30th concert previously scheduled at the National Arts Center, Southam Hall in Ottawa, Ontario in Canada will be moving to another venue on the same date and time. Now, the new venue has not been announced yet, but in the coming weeks, all the current purchasers to that show will be given their own pre-sale opportunity for purchasing new tickets to the new location. Refunds will be automatically issued to all current ticket holders at the old venue. So for additional information as it becomes available and to check out all the tour dates announced so far on the upcoming unfortunate return of the ridiculously self-indulgent ill-advised vanity tour, be sure to visit weirdal.com. Well, after 50 long years, the late George Harrison song, My Sweet Lord, finally has a music video. Yes, this music video commemorates the anniversary of George's album All Things Must Pass and is executive produced by his son, Donnie Harrison. The music video features a cavalcade of celebrity cameos, including Weird Al selling popcorn. 
Also featured in the music video are Mark Hamill, Fred Armisen, Vanessa Bayer, Reggie Watts, Patton Oswalt, Tim Heidecker and Eric Wareheim, Kate Micucci and Ricky Lindholm of Garfunkel and Oates. And even Ringo Starr of the Beatles, as well as George's wife, Olivia Harrison, and their son, Donnie Harrison, make an appearance. Now, notably, Donnie Harrison performed with Weird Al at George Fest in 2014 and gave permission to finally release Pac-Man on medium rarities, which is Weird Al's parody of Taxman. George Harrison is a favorite of Weird Al's, and in 2016, his performances as George Fest of What is Life and Handle with Care were released as part of the album set, also called George Fest. And in other news, after a long hiatus, the podcast Punch Up the Jam is back in business with two new hosts, Andrew and Evan Gregory of the Gregory Brothers. In their inaugural episode, Andrew and Evan are joined by none other than Weird Al himself to punch up Paul McCartney's song, Wonderful Christmas Time. While Andrew has never graced our podcast, Evan has been on our podcast twice, the first time on episode 28-inch with his brother Michael, and the second time as a solo interview on episode 86-inch. Weird Al was also a guest on the podcast Everything Fab Four, hosted by Kevin Womack to talk all about the Beatles. Wait, wait, wait. Weird Al is on a podcast that's only about one music group? Yeesh! I bet that gets old real fast. Won't they run out of things to talk about? Especially talking about something as obscure as the Beatles. Oh, I would never listen to a podcast like that. Well, someone must listen to those kinds of podcasts. Anyway, Salon.com wrote an article about Al's interview and said of the podcast that Al talked about when he was young, when a fellow student brought in a 7-inch vinyl of the Hey Jude single into elementary school, he asked his mother if he could buy one. She laughed, saying songs were free on the radio, and that's when Al decided that someday, when I'm super rich, I'm going to own every Beatles album. Wow. I wonder if Al ever got super rich and bought every Beatles album. Well, I guess there's yet another thing we have to ask him when we finally do interview him on episode 2000 inch in, you know, like 37 years or so. All right. All right. Well, Dave, do we have any news that is not in some way Beatles related? It's just been Beatles, Beatles, Beatles. Beatles, Beatles? That reminds me. This week's episode is brought to you in part by vegan burrito restaurant Burrito Burrito in Troy, New York, home of the two-pound double-wrapped-in-a-quesadilla burrito burrito and Wizard Burger in Albany, New York. Come on down to Burrito Burrito and Burrito Burrito, your burrito burrito, or hop on over to Wizard Burger for mouth-watering, loaded, dare I say beefy, vegan burgers. From Troy to Albany to Uranus, Burrito Burrito and Wizard Burger feed the hungry with out-of-this-world plant-based real food, always vegan style. Visit BurritoSquared.com and WizardBurger.com to order ahead. All right, now it's time for This Week in Grammy Award-winning Jim Kimo West-related news! Last Sunday, December 19th, was the Grammy Award-winning podcast theme song writing Jim Kimo West's annual live holiday show. Kimo performed selections from his holiday slack key CDs as well as several other holiday classics and I was actually in attendance and boy that was such a fun show. Well Dave, you gotta tell us all about it. Sure, I'd love to. So of course 
Kimo, you know, played a whole bunch of great holiday classics. He played Deck the Halls and Jingle Bell Rock. He also played one of my favorite holiday tunes, Silver Bells, and one of Jackie's favorite holiday tunes, Sleigh Ride. So that was really nice to get to hear all those done in a slack key style. He also played some songs off of, you know, his CDs. He played that great song off of his latest CD, Frangipani, and he also played cover songs of many other great tunes and a lot of traditional Hawaiian music. It was really great. And then after the concert was over, he stopped and he took questions for about 20 minutes or so, and then he did an encore of another Beatles song, John Lennon's Imagine. Dave, too many Beatles! It was interesting. Somebody during the questions and answers portion of the Zoom live stream asked if Kimo would be doing any sort of shows on the road. He said he didn't think he would actually have time to do, you know, shows in actual venues, but he was trying to do some live streams from his hotel rooms on days that he had off. So that would be exciting to watch that. Wow. I hope he does do that. That would be really fun extra content while we're, you know, out on tour behind them. <laughs> well, Dave, now that we're done with this week in chemo related news, it's time for this week in Ruben Veltiera related news. That's right. Weird Al's longtime keyboardist, Ruben Veltiera, will be celebrating his birthday this coming Sunday, December 26th. From all of us here at Dave and Ethan's 2000 inch Weird Al podcast, happy birthday, Ruben! All right, Ethan, there's nothing I want more for the upcoming holiday than for us to have one of our famous definitive top five lists. Dave, there is nothing else on my wish list but to do another one of our patent pending world famous definitive top five lists. And what better top five to do but top five Weird Al holiday songs i love that idea top five weird al holiday songs what a great idea what a great subject there are obviously so many of these to choose from it's going to be hard to whittle it down to the top five so dave i guess we should put down some ground rules on how we are actually going to narrow these down I think that's a great idea. You did mention there are a lot of different holiday songs that Weird Al has performed on one way or another. He's been a part of many different, you know, holiday tunes. So we really need to narrow this down to like a reasonable list. And I think a good starting point, I think a good limit for what we do should be any song that appears on one of Weird Al's 14 studio albums or one of his singles. So we're not going to include any concert-only songs or live-performed songs or things that were released on non-Weird Al albums or singles. So uh, let's give a couple examples of what's not included in our list. You and I just went to go see The Nightmare Before Christmas, and we got to see Weird Al perform Kidnap the Sandy Claws with Paul Rubens and Danny Elfman. Well, that one doesn't count because that was a live version. It does not appear on any of Al's 14 studio albums or any of his singles. And for example, we're not going to include any of the messages Al recorded for Holiday Greetings from Epic, Portrait, and CBS Associated Family. Um, you <laughs> no, know, no. Th- those aren't technically songs, but we know that you know one or two of you will be like, hey, what about that? So we want to point out that we're not doing any of those you know and al's performed on many different you know other artists holiday songs you know he was on the comedy death ray album where he was part of a whole bunch of comedians who did do they know it's christmas that doesn't count al's not 
It's not on one of Al's albums. You know, he was he duetted with, you know, the annoying Orange. You know, he did Little Drummer Orange in Holiday Mashup. He, you know, he performed with Alice Cooper. Santa Claus is coming to town. Nope, none of that stuff counts. And while this song Pretty Fly for a Rabbi does mention Hanukkah, Dave, I think we can both agree that that is not a holiday song. Right. I mean, the main subject of that song is not holiday related. And just because a song mentions a holiday, I don't really think it qualifies for the purposes of our list. And of course, any fan of the Dr. Demento show may remember way back in the late 1970s, early 1980s, Weird Al performed a whole bunch of Christmas songs with some cast members from the Dr. Demento show. None of that stuff counts. All those times, you know, he sang Old Lang Syne, whether it be the Weird Al show or New Year's Rockin' Eve or any of the many other times he sang that song. That doesn't count. Remember, it's just gotta be the Weird Al albums and his singles. All right, so Ethan, are you good with these agreements? Only the songs that appear on one of Weird Al's 14 studio albums or one of his CD singles. I think that's a great idea, Dave. I totally agree. And I guess let's just briefly go over the rules for our definitive top five lists. Yeah, it's been a while since we've done one of these, so I think that's a good idea. So... What we're basically doing is we're taking the songs that fit in the category and we're ranking them individually. Now, I have not seen Ethan's list. He has not seen my list. We're going to go through. We're going to start at our number five. We're going to talk about the song and we're going to then move all the way up to number one. At the end, what we're going to do is we're going to take our results. We're going to compile them together and we're going to try to come up together with a definitive top five Weird Al holiday songs list. And, you know, we're Generally, these are pretty uh, interesting. They tend to go for a while <laughs> because we have very differing opinions. So this will be very fun to see how we decide to rank the holiday songs. Right. And any that do not make our top five list that fall in the category um, or any that are named as honorable mentions, we'll also speak about those and give a little history as well. All right. This sounds good. All right. Well, I, I don't even know where to start. <laughs> well, what we do is we usually start at number five and we work our way backwards. So um, why don't you give us your number five on your top five Weird Al holiday songs list? On my list of the top five Weird Al holiday songs coming in at number five is from the Polka Party album Christmas at Ground Zero. Whoa, Christmas at Ground Zero. Interesting choice for your number five. Now, that one actually appears on my list, but it does not appear as my number five. Why did you put Christmas at Ground Zero at number five? Well, Dave, I know on some of these top five discussions, sometimes I like to point out that when I put together my list, I'm thinking about which song do I want to listen to on repeat or do I want to listen to a bunch of times? And then I use that as a way to gauge my interest. So comparing it to all the other Weird Al holiday songs, it's one of my favorites, of course, but Christmas at Ground Zero, it just lands at number five. I, I, I feel there are four that I would rather listen to more. <laughs> okay, fair enough. This, of course, was released back, as you mentioned, the Polka Party album back on October 21st, 1986, and then later released as a single in November of that same year. Uh, it's an interesting song. It's basically about celebrating the Christmas holiday during a nuclear holocaust. <laughs> <laughs> you know, as everyone likes to celebrate. <laughs> You know, we can dodge debris while we trim the tree underneath the mushroom cloud. I mean, classic, classic line. <laughs> 
And I do want to, I know I say this every time, Dave, but just because something maybe is lower on my list doesn't mean I don't like the song. I still love every song on this this list. I still love every Weird Al song, but something has to be number one, two, three, and four, and five. So this one is my number five. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Now, this song was also, if you remember, this was Weird Al's answer to when Scotty Brothers asked him to do a Christmas album. He basically came up with this song, and they pretty much stopped asking him after they came, <laughs> he came out with this song. <laughs> it wasn't quite what we had in mind. So um, <laughs> this was kind of Al's answer to them as, I really don't want to do a Christmas album. What I also love about this song is I love the music video to this song. It's, it's yes. uh, you know, That was actually... Not many people may know this, but that was actually Weird Al's directorial debut it was the Christmas at Ground Zero music video. It's great. It's all in black and white. There's a lot of stock footage. There is a little bit of actual film video of Al and people in gas masks. Uh, it's a great <laughs> video. And <laughs> although we don't let videos come into our ranking, um, I do love that video. And it's one of the few songs on this list that do have a video. Any music video that contains Ronald Reagan, that's got to be like <laughs> a really cool music video, right? <laughs> All right. So Christmas at Ground Zero is number five for me. Dave, what is your number five? All right. So my number five is actually, I think it's going to be pretty controversial. My number five holiday song is Weasel Stomping Day. Weasel Stomping Day? Dave, that's not a Christmas song. Ethan, remember the rules. It does not have to be a Christmas song. It just has to be a holiday song. And even though Weasel Stomping Day is a fictional holiday, I think we can agree that the song is about a holiday. All right. That's true. I I guess I can understand that. And I will admit that it does (laughs) land on my list, but it's a little higher than number five. For people who may not be familiar with... The song, you know, like I said, it's about a fictional holiday where people wear these Viking helmets and they put on boots and then they spread mayonnaise on their lawn and they go out and they just basically murder poor innocent little weasels. (laughs) (laughs) And Dave, when is Weasel Stomping Day officially? Well, according to Weird Al and according to a question that he answered in Ask Al, it is June 31st. Ah, yes, the the weaseliest time of year. <laughs> of course, this song is off of his Straight Out of Linwood album, which was released way back in September 26th, 2006. But that was not actually the premiere of Weasel Stomping Day. The song actually debuted on the Dr. Demento show two days earlier on September 24th. And the video for Weasel Stomping Day also debuted on September 24th as part of the Robot Chicken Show. On Adult Swim. Yes, I remember watching that live when it premiered on Adult Swim on Robot Chicken. And I remember one of the bumps that Adult Swim did between the shows and commercials and stuff. It said, and I'm paraphrasing because I don't remember it exactly, but it said something to the extent of if you ask someone 30 years ago who would be more relevant, Weird Al or Michael Jackson, they would not have believed you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think if you asked me, I you would I you would believe my answer. Well, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> so this is actually an interesting song. When I first heard it, it immediately reminded me of a 1993 Simpsons episode called Whacking Day, where basically all the citizens of Springfield go around and beat up snakes with clubs. So it reminded me very much of that when I first heard the song, first saw the video. In fact, I thought it was maybe a parody of that. Um, intended to be a parody of that. I don't know if it is or not. The song also has a lot of fun cameos on it. 
our friend Monique Donnelly and our friend Lisa Popeil, along with Kim Aaron and Angie Jerry, do some of the backing vocals on the song. Some of the crunching noises on the track were made by squishing fruits and vegetables. And a very young Nina Yankovic, Weird Al's daughter, is even featured squealing as one of the weasels. <laughs> <laughs> and I just learned this the other day, but Miles J., who is Stephen J.'s son, he plays double bass on the song. Very cool. And, and Dave, I actually want to point out... Um, while we are including any tracks from Al's 14 studio albums, we are not including a couple versions of Weasel Stomping Day that came on the album, including the 5.1 surround sound version on the dual disc DVD for Straight Outta Linwood, and we're not including the instrumental or karaoke version also from that dual disc DVD. Right, we're not including any of the bonus material on the DVD. We're also not including the live orchestra version of Weasel Stomping Day, which was performed, of course, on the 2019 Strings Attached Tour. So, Dave, why does Weasel Stomping Day only land at number five on your list? Well, there's a very good reason for that. I've always been kind of, it's a fun song, you know, I understand the joke behind it, but I've always been kind of uncomfortable with this song because of the animal cruelty in it or the implied animal cruelty in it. I've always felt pretty much uncomfortable about that. Just, I know he's joking. I know it's pretty obvious that, you know, he's not telling you to go around and squish weasels, you know, and, you know, he's making it fun. You know, it's tradition that makes it okay. He's making fun of it and that kind of stuff. But, you know, I just, I feel uncomfortable with any song or anything that kind of, you know, implies animal abuse. So that's why it is number five on my list. <laughs> well, I, I don't know that that would ever factor into my opinion of the song but dave we we all have our own opinions and that's that's why they're great <laughs> i mean it does bring some fun things you know it does bring you know spreading mayonnaise on your lawn and going around wearing viking hats which you know i do approve of oh of course we were doing that before the song came out <laughs> all right ethan i think it's time we move on what is your number four weird al holiday song all right, my number four top five Weird Al holiday song is Christmas at Ground Zero. You can't have Christmas at Ground Zero as your number four. You already had it as your number five. Dave, you didn't let me finish. My number four is Christmas at Ground Zero alternate mix. Ah, okay. Good choice. I actually had that one on my list as well. Oh, you did? Yes, yes. Well, I chose Christmas at Ground Zero alternate mix. And let me also just... As a side note, point out that the official spelling is alternate mix where alternate is lowercase and mix has a capital M. <laughs> this first appeared on the headline news CD and cassette single. And I think it's a great song. I love how different it is from the original Christmas at Ground Zero version. And it's just slightly better, which is why I put it at number four. Well, uh, Ethan, you may have just confused some of our Canadian listeners because believe it or not, the official title on the <laughs> U.S. single of Headline News has the word alternate mix with the A lowercase and the M capitalized. But on the Canadian version of the Headline News single, both <laughs> words are capitalized. I apologize to anyone in Chilliwack or Canada who may have been confused, but Dave, because Weird Al is a U.S. recording artist, I have to go with what the U.S. version of the single states. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. 
All right, Dave. So you know my five, my number four. What is your number four top five Weird Al holiday song? My number four top five Weird Al holiday song has already been mentioned. It is Christmas at Ground Zero alternate mix. Whoa. So we agree (laughs) that that is number four. Yeah, so far we do. All right. So as you mentioned, this song was on the headline news single, which came out, of course, in 1994. Now, What's interesting about this song is I'm still not quite clear what makes it an alternate mix. Now, from what I understand is that there's some maybe some extra sleigh bells in there. But for me, it's not noticeably different at all. To me, they sound like the exact same song, the alternate mix and the regular album version of Christmas at Ground Zero. Well, Dave, obviously the difference is that one of them has alternate mix at the end of the title. You know, I'm not convinced that they are different songs. I actually think that the album version and the alternate mix version are the same exact song, and Weird Al just put it on there to play a practical joke on everyone. Well, I don't think Al would ever play a joke on anyone, Dave, so I have to <laughs> dismiss that theory. All right, so we, we, we share our number four. Uh, we have a different number five. And Dave, why don't you tell us what your number three song is? My number three song is... The Night Santa Went Crazy. Ah, The Night Santa Went Crazy. Uh, That is also actually on my list. And that is a wonderful song, of course, from one of my favorite albums, Bad Hair Day. Right, Bad Hair Day uh, released March 12, 1996. And then The Night Santa Went Crazy was later released as a single back on November 26, 1996. It was the third single off of Bad Hair Day. And uh, it was Al's second holiday theme single. Well, so Dave, why does The Night Santa Went Crazy rank as number three on your list? Well, there's a few reasons. I mean, number one, I just find the song very funny. I love how Al chronicles what happens to all the different reindeers. You know, Rudolph was turned into reindeer sausage, (laughs) Prancer and Dancer were killed by a German Luger, you know, Dasher was slashed up like Freddy Krueger, you know, Blitzen got barbecued, you know, poor Vixen's in therapy and Donner's, you know, he's nervous as can be. It was just, it was a lot of fun. It's just a very fun, a very interesting song. One thing that did make it uh, my number three song is that I felt that this song would be a lot higher on my list if it only had a music video associated with it. Mm. Even though we specifically say we don't let music videos change our opinion on ranking, that is what affected your ranking, Dave? Well, that is one of the reasons why I ranked it as number three. I felt that it would have benefited by a music video. And I even know exactly how I would have pictured the music video. If you've seen the, you know, the holiday classic Rudolph the Red-Nosed yes. Reindeer with that whole claymation. <laughs> That's exactly how I would picture it, too. <laughs> <laughs> the minute I heard this song... I pictured it being done in, you know, Rudolph claymation style. And I think that had that been done, it probably would have been expensive as could be. But had that been done, that would have made such an awesome music video. And that would have catapulted this song so much higher on my list. They could have gotten the same people who did the Jurassic Park music video and just, you know, they can use the same red clay for blood. And uh, that would save a couple bucks. It's funny that you mentioned the Jurassic Park music video because I don't know if you knew this or not, but the cover for the single, that was drawn by Mark Osborne, who is one of the directors of the Jurassic Park music video. Wow. Believe it or not, that single cover art was taken from a holiday card that Weird Al got. It was taken from Mark Osborne's Christmas card. Wow. uh, He decided to write the song basically based on what he saw on the Christmas card. How cool. 
Well, there's a connection to Jurassic Park, and there is a connection to that claymation. So, you know, I think it is a missed opportunity there. But, you know, we don't know the reasoning why they didn't have a music video for this. But we can probably guess that it was due to financial (laughs) considerations. All right, Ethan. So my number three was The Night Santa Went Crazy. What was your number three song? So for me, The Night Santa Went Crazy ranked a little bit higher. My number three was Weasel Stomping Day. Okay. I know I had it, you know, ranked as number five, but why did you put Weasel Stomping Day as your number three song? Well, you know, Dave, as a vegetarian, sometimes vegan, I really do appreciate killing animals and songs and <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I, I um I I love the song. I love the music video, although we don't count that part towards our ranking. I think it's a really fun song. I love getting to see it live in twenty nineteen. And I just think it's a fun song and it's it's very different than a lot of other Weird Al songs and very different than some of the songs that are on our top five list here. And I just felt that it was number three. All right. Well, we might be having a discussion about that later on when we do our definitive rankings, but you're entitled to your opinion. All right. Well, thank you, Dave. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Since your number three song has already been mentioned, what is your number two song? Well... My number two song has also already been mentioned. It's The Night Santa Went Crazy. Ah, okay. <laughs> we weren't that far off on that one. Not too far <laughs> off, no. I love that song. That's definitely one of my favorite songs on the Bad Hair Day album. Uh, definitely, as you see in my ranking, one of my all-time favorite Weird Al holiday songs. Uh, I remember just being a kid and thinking... That is just so funny that a Christmas song is about (laughs) Santa going crazy and killing people. And, you know, it just it was so great, (laughs) Um, you know, especially for a kid. And I just have kept that love. And it's a song that I can listen to any time of year and still just laugh and and enjoy myself. Yeah, I got to agree with that. It is always kind of fun when, you know, a song takes, you know, something as wholesome as Santa Claus and then he twists it around and turns him into basically this serial killer mass murderer guy. (laughs) (laughs) Always makes for good holiday music. (laughs) Yes, in the perfect twisted way only Weird Al can do. All right, Dave, that was my number two. What is your number two song? My number two song has already been mentioned. It is Christmas at Ground Zero. Ah, Christmas at Ground Zero. Yes, that was, if you remember, Dave, my number five pick. And we already discussed it, but like I said, I do love this song. For me, I remember back to kind of hearing it on the Polka Party album, and I just remember it, you know, being such a a fun, you know, holiday song. You know, in general, I like holiday music. I generally like Christmas music, you know, well done holiday music and well done Christmas music. So, you know, for me, it was it was a lot of fun to get to hear this song. I thought it was, you know, a, a fun way to kind of, you know, like I mentioned before, you know, you're celebrating Christmas at basically, you know, when the world is blowing up at the worst time <laughs> in the world, but you still find time to celebrate Christmas. <laughs> and I also love, and I also love the line, you know, at the end, and if the radiation level's okay, I'll go out with you and see all the new mutations on New Year's Day. That just, I love that line. Yeah, that, that might be my favorite line in the song. Um, but it's also my favorite line in Christmas at Ground Zero alternate mix. Dave, why did you put Christmas at Ground Zero higher than Christmas at Ground Zero alternate mix? All right, so you know I mentioned that to me they sound exactly the same, but for some reason when I listen to them back to back, I just like the album version of Christmas at Ground Zero a little bit better than the 
alternate mix version of Christmas at Ground Zero. I can't tell you what's different between both of them, but I can tell you that I like Christmas at Ground Zero, the album version, better. I have to wonder if Al agrees with you and likes the album version better because that's the one that made it on the album and more people would hear it. So I I, am very curious. And maybe we'll have to ask Al, you know, on episode 2000 inch. Yeah, I was kind of wondering that. I mean, I think that that's the reason why he put the album version on the album because he liked it better. But, you know, I do wonder if it was like a George Lucas thing, you know, where he went back and he listened to it. He said, oh, it would just sound a little bit better if I tweak this or tweak that. And that's why he released it on the headline news single. But, you know, for me, I'm happy he put the version that he did on the album because to me, I like that just a little bit better. And I tend to listen to the album version a little bit more than I listen to the alternate mix version. Interesting. All right, Ethan. So we've gone through our number five, number four, number three, and number two songs for our top five holiday list. Now is up to the crucial number one song. All right, Ethan. I have an idea what yours might be, and I know what mine might be. But just, you know, to be clear, what is your number one Top five Weird Al holiday song. My number one top five Weird Al holiday song is The Night Santa Went Crazy. Well, come on, Ethan. We agreed on this. You cannot use the same song in two spots. You already chose The Night Santa Went Crazy for your number two song. You cannot also make it your number one song. Dave, you interrupted me again. My number one song is The Night Santa Went Crazy Extra Gory Version. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Ethan, what a great choice because my number one song was also the Night Santa Went Crazy extra gory version. What a coincidence, Dave. I can't believe <laughs> that we both had the same number one top five Weird Al holiday songs. Well, <laughs> let me just get started. I think the Night Santa Went Crazy extra gory version is the best of the two that we have listed on our list. And obviously you agree because it's your number one and my number one. And the story goes, this was the original version, and it was denied by the record label, so Al re-recorded it for the album, thus giving us the original, the Night Santa Went Crazy version, <laughs> despite the Extra Gory version being the original version. <laughs> 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 What's interesting, because he did release the extra gory version as you know, the third track of the Amish Paradise single, which was on the same record label. So I don't know if that <laughs> Who knows? that all works out with the record company. But we ended up somehow getting two versions of The Night Santa Went Crazy, the album version and the extra gory version. And I got to agree with you that this is just somehow just just gory or more just, you know, violent than the original version. But you know, it's just a lot of fun. You know, I kind of do like the the alternate lyrics. There really only are, let's say, four or five lines that are alternate between the two versions. But just the lyrics in the extra gory version are just so much more violent and just so much more, you know, just, whoa, you know, when you hear them, you're like, whoa, he really went there, you know, type of thing. And to me, that just makes the song that much better. Yeah. And I think the most notable difference is instead of going to jail, Santa gets shot and killed in this version, (laughs) (laughs) which is just so much funnier. (laughs) Dave, I find it very interesting that you put Weasel Stomping Day all the way at the bottom of your top five because it condoned killing animals, yet you put the song where Santa Claus is literally killed, condoning killing Santa Claus, (laughs) at your number one. How do you explain that, Dave? 
Well, not only does Santa Claus get killed, but many of the reindeer get killed too in this song. You remember? <laughs> I don't know. I can just kind. Of, I can just kind of separate, you know, the whole Santa Claus and reindeer thing from you know actually stomping on weasels. I can just separate that in my brain. They're they're to me they're two different things. Okay. All right. Well. Dave, this is really interesting. So we've already discussed two different versions of The Night Santa Went Crazy. And, and for the purposes of our list, there are only two for us to discuss. But there actually is a third version of that song. Yeah, so for anybody who's actually seen Weird Al perform this song live in concert, you'll notice that he doesn't quite do the extra gory version of the lyrics when he does it he does sing you know some of those extra gory lyrics but it's not the complete extra gory lyrics as found on the amish paradise single so there is kind of a alternate live version of the night santa went crazy but we're not including it on our list dave didn't you have like a nickname for that version yes i did i used to just call that version the Night Santa Went Crazy, sort of gory version. It's not quite the full extra gory version. It's not quite the album version. It's just kind of the sort of gory version. Well, I'm very curious what constituted getting a third version of it. That's something, again, for us to ask Al when we have him on our podcast on episode 2000 Edge. <laughs> so, Dave, we've talked about how there are technically three different versions of this song. But much like the U.S. and Canadian alternate mix of Christmas at Ground Zero have some grammatical differences, there are grammatical differences <laughs> among the Night Santa Went Crazy Extra Gory versions. <laughs> so um, on the most recent release of that track, on Medium Rarities as part of the uh, squeeze box set, it is spelled all lowercase extra dash or extra hyphen gory space version <laughs> and on the original release of it and on the essential weird al and the 3.0 it's just extra space gory with no hyphen and <laughs> to make it even more confusing dave if you look at the essential weird al yankovic on itunes they just list it as the night santa went crazy and they don't even mention that it's the extra gory version <laughs> So, very confusing, I guess, because the original way that it was presented was all lowercase, extra space gory version, that is the way that I will consider it. Even though I think grammatically, <laughs> the hyphen should be in there, but I, who am I to question an official Weird Al song title? <laughs> all right, well, we've gone through our entire top five list, and I guess just to sum up and make sure we're both on the same page, let's go through our individual list, number five through number one. Go for it, Ethan. All right, my number five was Christmas at Ground Zero. My number four was Christmas at Ground Zero Alternate Mix. My number three was Weasel Stomping Day. My number two was The Night Santa Went Crazy. And my number one was The Night Santa Went Crazy, extra gory version, no hyphens in sight. <laughs> and my number five song was Weasel Stomping Day. My number four song was Christmas at Ground Zero, Alternate Mix. My number three song was The Night Santa Went Crazy. My number two song was Christmas at Ground Zero. And my number one song was The Night Santa Went Crazy, Extra Gory Version. So, Dave, I just want to point out that when I ranked my Christmas at Ground Zero and my The Night Santa Went Crazy tracks, I kept them together because, um, I, I mean, I kind of lumped them as one song. I think it's very interesting uh, how all over the place your list is, as you seemingly like Christmas at Ground Zero more 
than the nightstand, I went crazy, but not as much as you like the extra gory version of the nightstand. I went crazy. So this is going to be interesting <laughs> to say the least. <laughs> There's a reason for why I rank the songs the way I do. I do. Uh, I tend to listen to weird Al songs, you know, on shuffle mode, you know, when I'm listening to them, whether I'm in the car or listening on my phone or whatever, I tend to have them in shuffle mode. So I don't always know what the next song's coming. And I don't tend to actually look at the song title as it comes up. So if I'm listening to like The Night Santa Went Crazy, I don't know whether it's the extra gory version or the album version until I actually get to that line in the song. And I always get a little excited, a little more excited when I hear Yes, Virginia, now Santa Claus is dead, rather than, <laughs> yes, Virginia, now Santa's doing time. So for me, you know, that's why the extra gory version is a little bit higher. Again, you know, uh, I really can't tell much difference between the Christmas at Ground Zero and the Christmas at Ground Zero alternate mix, but I actually like the album version of Christmas at Ground Zero better than the album version of the night Santa went crazy. So that's why that one is higher on my list, but it's not quite as high as the extra gory version of the night Santa went crazy. All right, Dave, you know, that's why we have opinions. Uh, you're welcome to <laughs> go with your thoughts. Obviously I disagree. Although I do share the same sentiment when the night Santa went crazy comes on. It's always like, you know how that new craze of like the mystery boxes where it's like, or, or like you buy like a, a toy and you don't know what it is until you open it. That's kind of how I think of the night Santa went crazy when it comes up on shuffle is you have to wait like two and a half minutes before you know which one you're listening to. And I think that's kind of fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would propose that since we both agree on our number one that we should lock in our number one as the night Santa went crazy extra gory version for our definitive top five Weird Al holiday songs. I think that may be the easiest decision we've ever had to make during one of these top five lists. <laughs> we have no one else to fight with. It's just us. <laughs> okay. So now, now it gets to the, the hard part. Now we have to pick our number two, three, four, and five. And that's where it always gets the most controversial. My number two, I have as the night Santa went crazy. And your number two is Christmas at ground zero. We're speaking about the album version for both of those. I don't know, Dave, this is tough. Well, you ranked your Christmas at Ground Zero album version as number five, and I ranked my Night Santa Went Crazy as number three. So for me, I think the Night Santa Went Crazy is probably going to be higher if we just take the average of, of all of our album versions. So you're willing to put the Night Santa Went Crazy album version as number two, as I had it on my list? Yes, because I'm going to fight for something a lot harder later on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Well, let's lock that in. So our number two song is The Night Santa Went Crazy, and now comes The Bloodbath. <laughs> Wait, I gave you your number two song, The Night Santa Went Crazy, as your number two. I think I should get my number two song, Christmas at Ground Zero, as number three. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm okay with that. Okay, good. I think that's fair. So officially, the number three song is Christmas at Ground Zero. Uh, that leaves us with two songs left, and that is Christmas at Ground Zero Alternate Mix and Weasel Stomping Day. And I had Weasel Stomping Day at three, you had it at five, and we both had Christmas at Ground Zero Alternate Mix at four. I'm happy to keep Christmas at Ground Zero Alternate Mix at four. Just because we both said that? <laughs> <laughs> Well, yes, because we both said that, but also because I do want to keep Weasel Stomping Day at number five. Oh, well, I don't know. I When I thought about The Night Santa Went Crazy and Weasel Stomping Day and Christmas at Ground Zero, not considering the alternate makes or the extra gory version, 
my ranking was I actually like Weasel Stomping Day more than I like Christmas at Ground Zero. So I would vote to have Weasel Stomping Day at number four. And then since you like the alternate mix of Christmas at Ground Zero less, then we can still have that below if we put it at number five. Well, remember when I said earlier I'm going to fight for one to go in a certain place? I'm going to fight for Weasel Stomping Day to go at number five on the list. Well, if we put that at number five, then what are we going to do for number four? Well, it's, we both agree the Christmas at Ground Zero alternate mix should go at number four. Right. But since we both agree on it, shouldn't that go lower? <laughs> no, I think that if we both agree it should be number four, then it should be number four. The same way we both agree it's number one. It was the Night Santa went crazy extra gory version. We made that number one. Here, here's my proposal, Dave. If we make Christmas at Ground Zero alternate mix our definitive number four, could we put Weasel Stomping Day as our definitive three and a half? No, we can't move Weasel Stomping Day higher than number five. <laughs> you won't change it? I, I, mean, I gave you the Night Santa Went Crazy as number two. That's true. To concede this point that you would give me Weasel Stomping Day as number five. Yeah, but I thought we did that to put Christmas at Ground Zero at number three. <laughs> All right, so here's my new proposal, Dave. Even though we've already had our intern Frank chisel it into stone Christmas at ground zero. Number three. What if we move Christmas at ground zero to number four and we put Christmas at ground zero alternate mix at number three. And then we put weasel stomping day at five because Dave, (laughs) you said you couldn't even tell the difference between the two anyway. (laughs) Wait, you're putting Christmas at ground zero. My number two song down at number four. Yes, but I'm putting your number five song down at number five. And I'm putting your number four song up at number three. I think my number two song needs to be up at least at number three. Well, then I think my number three song shouldn't be number five. But your number four song definitely shouldn't be number five. Yeah, I think my number four song should be number three. And then Christmas at Ground Zero should be number four. And then I will concede Weasel Stomping Day to be number five. (laughs) I'll agree to that upon one condition, that you will sit down with me at some point and you will tell me what the difference between <laughs> the Christmas at Ground Zero and Christmas at Ground Zero alternate mixes. You will somehow find something different between those two songs and point that out to me. Okay, I will do that, Dave. I will absolutely sit down and I will figure out a difference if there is one. Uh- <laughs> And and just to, and just to put that out there, if they are exactly the same fa- song, like I think they are, well, then it doesn't matter which one is number three and which one is number four. <laughs> right, exactly. <Dave. laughs> okay, so if we're in agreement, then our definitive top five Weird Al holiday songs would be at number one, the Night Santa Went Crazy extra gory version. Number two, the Night Santa Went Crazy. Number three, Christmas at Ground Zero alternate mix. Number four, Christmas at Ground Zero. And number five, Weasel Stomping Day. Does that sound correct to you, Dave? (laughs) That sounds close enough for me. (laughs) (laughs) And Dave, I think we can openly talk about how ridiculous this top five is because (laughs) we're really splitting hairs to get even five songs for the top five Weird Al holiday songs based on his 14 studio albums and his singles. And I don't have any honorable mentions, Dave, because there are only five songs that actually (laughs) fall into this category. (laughs) Yeah, there's no honorable mentions because there's nothing else to be an honorable mention that qualifies. 
This was a lot of fun for us to do this. Of course, you know, this was a little tongue in cheek, but this was a lot of fun for us to do this, to go through his holiday songs. And we hope you, everybody at home had fun. But remember, this is an official Dave and Ethan's 2000 Inch Weird Al podcast, definitive top five list. So that means what we say is chiseled in stone and you cannot disagree with it because it's definitive. And if you do disagree, well, you're wrong. Well, that was a lot of fun to get to go over the top five Weird Al holiday songs with you, Ethan. Well, I'll say, Dave, I'm glad we could celebrate the holidays with probably the only holiday-related top five Weird Al songs we'll ever do. Well, Ethan, while we're on the subject of holidays, what did you ask Santa for Christmas? Oh, I have quite the list. Oh, well, like what? Well, first, I asked for The Ruins of Our Past by Sebastian Shepard. Ah, what a great choice. Well, what else did you ask for? I asked for every single MC Chalkskin album. You know, I figured I don't need to wait until I'm super rich one day. I can just have them all now. Radical dude. Surely you stop there. Oh, no way. I asked Santa for a ton more. Like, you know, every bit of merchandise from wolfinwool.com. Nice. And I asked him for some silly putty. Well, of course you did. And most of all, I asked Santa to bump up one of David Grant's TikTok videos so it was over 27 views. Well, we all know the greatest gift is that of giving. So let's all give back this year by heading right on over to wolfandwool.com and then follow at SEB underscore SHEP on TikTok to get in that holiday spirit. Oh, hey, that's the 347 Spatula Hotline. I guess we have a message, Dave. Okay, Frank, it's time for us to play that message. Hey, Dave and Ethan, it's your old pal Chris, the cartoon-loving geek from Canada. Got some good news and some bad news. Good news? I got myself a VIP ticket to Al's concert at the Danforth Music Hall in Toronto on August 1st of next year. And I sure hope you guys will be there. And if not, eh, don't worry about it. I'll make sure to tell you and all your listeners what you missed. Heck, I'll even shove two rabid wolverines down my pants in your absence. Just because I'm that kind of a guy. Okay, now I gotta get to the bad news. Remember how a while back I asked you guys what you wanted for Christmas, and Dave said he wanted that Jungle Fort action playset for his Skipper Dan action figure, and Ethan said he wanted that amoeba aquarium for his collection of one-celled amoebas? Well, not going to happen, I'm afraid. Found out to my dismay that both items have been recalled. Looks like Dave's gift causes severe damage to digital recording devices, creates bright blue-gray flashes with a strong acrid odor, kills nearby houseplants, decolorizes fine upholstery, creates headaches, drowsiness, nausea, severe loss of memory, high blood pressure, nosebleeds, and the heartbreak of psoriasis, and extreme personality disorders with occasional spontaneous combustion. And Ethan's gift, on the other hand, causes meteorological disturbances and volcanic eruptions that may cause the Earth to fall out of its planetary orbit and plunge directly into the sun. So, because of this, I decided to go with Plan B, which was to create you guys some really funny and festive holiday artwork on me. And I sure hope you guys like them. And although it looks like your gifts have been recalled and aren't going back on the shelves anytime soon, I sure hope Santa treats you to right this year and even shoves your stockings full of collectible Charles Nelson Riley trading cards. So, until then, enjoy your images and have a safe Happy, healthy, and Merry Christmas. And a Happy New Year, too, of course. Oh, by the way, before I forget, uh, Frank, if you're listening, I bumped into that uh, Santa Claus at the mall, 
and he says, stop calling, texting, and emailing him. For the last time, he's telling you you're still on the naughty list. End of story. And if you don't knock it off right now, he's going to do to you what the crazy Santa of the 90s did to Rudolph. Get what he's saying? Okay, then. Happy holidays, guys. Thank you so much for that call, Chris. I always look forward to your calls and your awesome artwork. Dave, we should describe what some of this artwork looks like. Oh, yeah. Chris always sends in the most amazing artwork. All right, so, you know, one of the things he sends in is, of course, a banner with our logo on it. And this time the banner featured some reindeer disguised in Weird Al garb. Now, we won't mention all of them, so you can have fun guessing who they're dressed up as, but it does feature Reindeer dressed up like Weird Al from his various videos and songs. And Chris usually always sends us solo images of each of us, and Ethan, this time, he sent a picture of you crammed into a Spatula City Christmas stocking with an accordion and some dancing elves. Oh, I love it so much. And Dave, for your image, it shows you as a very upset jack-in-the-box with the U62 logo, as well as a couple elves and even an elf wound up inside a twine ball. (laughs) I love that. I love that. I love that elf from the twine ball. That's great, Chris. Thank you so much for sending these awesome images in. And of course, we'll post them over on our Facebook group, group.2000inch.com, so everyone can enjoy them as well. And Chris, thank you so much for apologizing to Santa for us about our intern, Frank. And if you happen to see Francois in your travels, please be sure to give him the Canadian middle finger, you know, from all of us here at Dave and Ethan's 2000-inch Weird Al podcast. And unfortunately, it does not look like either one of us will be visiting the Great White North for the tour next year, but that's only because we're Canadian idiots. From all of us here at Dave and Ethan's 2000-inch Weird Al podcast, thank you for the awesome message and incredible artwork, Chris, the cartoon-loving geek from Canada. This week's episode is brought to you in part by Discover Darwin, promoting tourism in Darwin, Minnesota. Not only is historic Darwin, Minnesota a beautiful, it's also Grill and Puppy. That's right. Darwin, Minnesota is home to V's Grill and Pub. Wow, I bet some of the items on the menu are, dare I say, greasy? Wait, did you say V's Grill and Pub? I sure did say V's Grill and Pub. Well, what did local guide Wade Bryan have to say about V's Grill and Pub? Well, local guide Wade Bryan had absolutely nothing to say about V's Grill and Pub. Oh, bummer. I was really hoping local guide Wade Bryan would weigh in on it. Well, regular guest Wayne Doherty left a review. Would you like to hear that instead? Oh boy, would I? I'd love to hear that. Wayne Doherty says has been a great place to eat. Unfortunately, today I witnessed the waitress drop something. It was okay up until she picked up off the floor the side order of sauce and put it on top of our order of onion rings. Next time I see it, I will send it back. Angry face, angry face. Well, there you have it. Take it from Wayne Darity. V's Grill and Pub sounds like a great place to eat the next time you are in Darwin. Just don't order the onion rings. So visit Darwin, Minnesota on your next onion ring expedition. Discover Darwin more than just the twine ball. And after you visit Darwin, Minnesota, be sure to visit discoverdarwin.biz. 
Each week, we are able to bring you our podcast absolutely free thanks to our sponsors, Burrito Burrito, Discover Darwin, Jackson Scoggins, and David Grant at wolfandwool.com. And thanks to our amazing close personal friend, Patreon supporters, Allison Blair, Frank from the Bank, Jake Jared, Javier UH Jeff, Kenneth Scott Zeb, and Adriana, and thanks to Chad and everyone else in our pretty stinking majestic Patreon family. If you enjoy our family-friendly weekly Weird Al podcast, please consider supporting us at patreon.com slash 2000inch or by picking up some pretty stinking majestic official Dave and Ethan's 2000inch Weird Al podcast merchandise like our good friends and episode 133-inch guests Kevin McKee and Rob Lenz, the gentleman behind the hottest Weird Al-related book of 2021, Dear John, emails to a drummer who shared pictures with us of them in their brand new 2,000-inch solid white logo t-shirts that they picked up over at shop.2000inch.com. And since it's the holiday season, it's time now to grab your copies of Black and White and Weird All Over so you can check out our special bonus episode book series where author John Bermuda Schwartz walks us through the book page by page and picture by picture. Our intern, Frank, tells us he's busy working on the final two episodes and we'll post them on Patreon as soon as possible. Remember, only our Patreon family get to hear secret episodes, plus they get to hear all bonus episodes early. We love hearing from our listeners and other Weird Al fans, so please join our Facebook community and post about Weird Al by visiting group.2000inch.com. And we also love it every time we receive a voicemail on our official 27-hour-a-day podcast hotline, 347-SPATULA. You might even hear your message in a future episode. For everything about our podcast, including incredible past episodes and guests, be sure to visit WeirdAlPodcast.com or 2000inch.com. And keep up on new episodes, podcast news, and events by following at 2000inch on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And thank you for subscribing and leaving reviews on your favorite podcast app. You never know when we might wave our magic wand and drop some breaking headline news. David Ethan's 2000's Weird Al Podcast wants to extend a big thank you to Chris Sear, Johnny O'Hearn, and Jeff Morris, as well as a big thank you to the Grammy Award-winning Jim Kimo West for our incredible podcast theme song, and a thank you to Weird Al Yankovic as well, because this podcast probably would not exist without him. Also, a big thank you to all of you, our listeners, subscribers, Patreon supporters and sponsors, and everyone else who makes our podcast possible. Thank you for choosing Dave and Ethan's 2000-inch Weird Al podcast. And until next time, remember to gill and chill. Well, Ethan, I had a lot of fun coming up with this week's top five Weird Al holiday songs list with you. Oh, me too, Dave. I'm so glad that the Night Santa Went Crazy extra gory version ended up topping both of our lists and the definitive list. You know, we almost never agree on these lists, especially on the number one spot. Well, any holiday song that includes a drunken Santa Claus, dismembered reindeer, and requires the assistance of a SWAT team, the FBI, and the National Guard to defuse the situation is an instant holiday classic in my book. Oh, and mine too, Dave. Well, I guess there's just one thing left to say. From all of us here at Dave and Ethan's 2000 Inch Weird Al podcast, a very Merry Christmas to all who celebrate. 
And if you're pretty fly for a rabbi, or don't celebrate Christmas, from all of us here at Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al podcast, happy Saturday. That was Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al podcast, episode 138-inch. Yes, Virginia. Now Santa Claus is dead. Yes, Virginia, now Santa Claus is dead. Some guy from the SWAT team blew a hole through his head. Yes, little friend, now that's his brains on the floor. I guess they won't have the fat guy to kick around anymore. Merry Christmas at Ground Zero.